Hello everyone, welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner. Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast. Yes, I know, once again I'm late, I'm sorry, I had, I had to attend the Haggerty event again, and then I was working on things the whole day yesterday. But anyway, we will get into it. The new BMW 6 Series Gran Turismo is a 5 Series with a big trunk. And I honestly think the front end is way, way too 7 Series like. Google retires the Firefly to focus on autonomous Chrysler Pacificas. Chevrolet Corvette Z06 owners sue GM for allegedly selling defective cars. New Hyundai Kona. Check out its updated interior and tech features in this updated gallery, which will be on my blog. 2018 Hyundai Elantra gains extra goods and a new SEL variant. All new Dacia Duster reportedly debuting on June 22nd. And you know what, actually speaking on upcoming events, E3 is finally here and I have seen Forza Motorsport 7 and the Xbox One X. Frankly, I still think they should have gone through with the name Xbox Scorpion, but fine, Xbox One X. You know, whatever, that's so much cooler, ooh, much, much sarcasm there. But anyway, I've seen it, and I cannot wait to see those playthrough videos. Though, I also saw in the trailer that they have the 2016 ACR, I assume to be without DLC, and I have one criticism. Why you know ACR Extreme, Forza, or Turd 10, or whoever. I get that they have to scan the cars and whatever, but genuinely... Because what Forza does, what Turn 10 does, they take a car and then do the fastest version of it. I know this because they have the, in Forza Horizon 2, they have the Voxel Astra VXR, OPC, or whatever they call it. And if you remember the Top Gear review, normally the dials are some sort of blue. You press the VXR button and the dials glow red. In Forza, the dials are permanently red, meaning it's permanently in the VXR Sport mode. That's the fastest that car will go. Corvette Z06. That has as much aero as you can get on it. Chevrolet G- or Ford GT350R. Chevrolet Camaro ZL1 with the automatic rather than the manual. But my point being, they've done all of that and still no ACR Extreme. I mean, was the ACR Extreme so fast that if they put it in the game, the price would basically undercut all the cars so heavily that there'd be basically no reason to put the other cars in? I mean, that's simply not true because someone's gonna, everyone's gonna get a 19 law for IP or whatever because they like those cars. But don't deprive of, deprive, don't deprive us of the ultimate version of the ultimate version because it's, you know, ridiculously fast. There are cars that are ridiculously fast in Forza for the money. Of course, they don't completely upstage the other cars, but they're very, very good value for money. Of course, I'm not trying to sound like a terminal complainer, just making making a statement on an observation on the new game. And I also saw Need for Speed Payback, and that looks pretty good as well. And then I saw the crew too. And even though they didn't necessarily change the map, they changed how the map works. And how the way the map works is incredible. I mean, among other things that they did. So yeah, um, pretty hyped. As well as Simbim is gonna be doing a, what was it, GTR Ele- Evolution 3-esque game. And that'll be coming out in 2018 as well. 
and then you have Project Cars 2, and Dirt 4, and many other games alike. Very, very excited this year. Small tangent aside, we need to move on. Polestar to develop standalone electric performance vehicles. Ha! <laughs> performance and electric vehicles? Oh wait, Tesla 100D. Tesla Model S 100D. Or P100D, sorry. Though to be fair, that'll be fast up to a hun- up to 100. Electric high Electric Hyundai Kona confirmed for 2018 with a range of over 240 miles, which is still kind of eh. Also, forgot to mention the new 2018 Porsche 911 GT2 RS was reve- was revealed alongside Forza Motorsport 4. And I must say, I'm not a fan of the front fascia. The rest of the car looks cool. In fact, it looks really cool. Just the front fascia is kind of meh. To me. Volkswagen teases 6th Gen Polo ahead of Friday reveal. 2019 Mercedes AMG G63 looks just about ready for prime time inside and out. Fernando will also open to full time IndyCar Switch, and I'd be interested in him doing it as well. Audi says it needs more SUVs and wagons in the United States. As long as they can make sure one model doesn't step on the toes of another, then I don't really care. Tesla Model X owner wants a refund after Falcon Door opens on freeway at 65 miles an hour. And that's a lot more terrifying than it sounds, to some. BMW X7 concept allegedly coming to the Frankfurt Motor Show. Anyway, I want to get on to the Z06. The Z06 fiasco. Chevrolet recently implemented a host of cooling improvements on the 2017 Chevrolet, or sorry, Corvette Z06. But that isn't sitting well with lawyers who are accusing the company of selling customers unreliable cars with performance limiting with a, sorry with a performance limiting defect, and that's in quotations. According to a class action lawsuit by Hagen's Berman Sabol Shapiro LLP, wow, just just so that's A B S S L. The Corvette Z06 cannot be operated safely on a racetrack as the vehicles are prone to overheating and entering limp mode. When this occurs, the Corvette's power is drastically reduced, which is true, and the lawsuit claims this creates a dangerous situation when the car is surrounded by other speeding vehicles. And yeah, they're not kidding, because imagine coming out of a corner and the guy behind you expects you to speed up or power out of the corner, and then you enter into limp mode right then and he's powering or sorry, and he's speeding out of the turn right into your back bumper, and other si- similar situations alike. It creates far more than a dangerous situation. It is a dangerous situation. The lawsuit says GM deceived customers and violated state and federal laws by failing to ensure the Z06 functioned safely. It also alleges the company committed fraudulent concealment, breach of warranty, and unjust enrichment. Just the atrocity of it all. <laughs> Anyway, in a statement, managing partner Steve Berman said, We believe we found GM to be guilty of a classic bait-and-switch, one that cost thousands of customers dearly, up to 120000 and broke state customer protection, sorry, broke state co- consumer protection laws. Berman added, The defect in question markedly limits the car's performance. The sole reason these hot rod enthusiasts bought the Corvette Z06 in the first place. If they'd known of this defect at the time of the purchase, they, like, they likely wouldn't have spent six figures on the, on the Z06. The law firm estimates there could be more than 30,000 affected models from the 2015 to 2017 model year. GM hasn't commented on the lawsuit, but when the cooling improvements were announced, Corvette Executive Chief Engineer Tage 
not going to try and pronounce his last name, told Marwan only a small number of, con- of customers reported overheating issues, and the exact number might have been less than 5%, and I think that's just a cover-up. Opal CEO resigns, replaced by CFO Michael Loschheller. Citroen reveals quirky new C3 air across small crossover. And like I said, I like Citroen's current design motif, I guess you could say. I I think it really suits the Citroen brand. As long as they can put it on more small cars and, you know, it looks good, I'm all in. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this, and I will see you all after a word from our sponsors. I have a special announcement to make. You can now go on Amazon.com, type in the search bar, Cody's Car Conundrum, and now you can find all of my new merch. And you can even buy a t-shirt that says, I listen to Cody's Car Conundrum. Yeah, telling people that you listen to such an awesome podcaster like me. That's not any kind of self-promotion at all. (laughs) But yes, all you have to do is go to Amazon.com, type in Cody's Car Conundrum, and then buy the shirts you want. Hello, welcome back. 2017 Honda Clarity Electric arrives in August for $269 a month. New 695 Riviale is the most sophisticated Abarth ever. Germany orders emissions investigation on Porsche. Okay, and also to get into this. um, So during a recent filming of The Grand Tour, Richard Hammond had a Rimac 1 supercar. Is that what it's called? I believe that's what it's called and I believe that's how you pronounce it. Okay, so he must have been doing some filming, and one thing led to another, and he crashed it, and he violently rolled the Rimac. Thankfully, though, he was okay, and the only thing he had was a fractured fractured knee. Though that still sounds really rather painful, at least that was the only thing that happened. This post is Richard Hammond jokes he's not dead after fiery Swiss crash, and of course, I will link it in my blog... Thank God Richard Hammond is okay, and hopefully he has a speedy recovery. 2018 Honda Fit debuts with new face and features, and I'm not a fan of that new face. Henrik Fisker shows the emotion sedan in full. Maybach 62 is still the Mac Daddy of Ben's limos, whatever that means. Delara's upcoming road car may simply be called Stradale, because out of all the military planes in the world... Apparently, they didn't even think Messerschmitt would have been a better idea. U.S. Congress members draft new bill to end hot car deaths, and yes, of course, I will get into that even more. Lamborghini's betting big on exclusive models and intoxicating sound. And I'm not so sure if that says more about what Lamborghini can do, and I think not to be that guy, but... Is that is that what Lamborghini thinks that compared to the competition, that's all they have going for them? I mean, really? German publication says Porsche Cayenne fails emission standards. New Mercedes A-Class coming next year with semi-autonomous drive and FEV version. Tesla briefly surpasses BMW's market cap due to share value surge. Chevrolet Bolt to go on sale throughout the U.S. in August. Fernando Alonso open to staying if McLaren starts winning by September, which I don't even think that's realistic right now. Not at this rate. Anyway, let's get on to the... Congress members draft new bill to end hot car deaths. So, according to Click to Houston, since 1990, over 800 children have been killed in the U.S. after being left in hot cars. Now, various members of the United States Congress are pushing forward to introduce legislation aimed at putting an end to hot car deaths. Named the Helping Overcome Trauma for Children Alone in Rear Seats, Hot Cars, quite literally that's what it's abbreviated to, 
After 2017, the bill would require car makers to fit new vehicles with technology that alerts the driver if there are still passengers sitting in the rear seat after the car has been turned off. A handful of examples of, the te- of this technology already exists, particularly in various 2017 model year vehicles from General Motors with its rear seat reminder feature. If the bill is passed, it would stipulate, it would stipulate that all new vehicles be installed with a similar alert system as standard from the factory. Child safety advocate and founder and president of KidsInCars.org, Janet Fennell, said it's not about politics. It's not about who's right or wrong. It's about safety. And she's right, but as I read in the comments below, which you, if you click the link, you could probably see, that some a user by the name of BRN made a very, very good point. And this might be offensive to some, but it's important and needs to be said. And it says, if you want to protect innocent... If you want to protect innocent children, find a way to stop the cycle of bad parents creating bad kids that become bad parents. And I'm sorry, but he's completely right. Not all of these issues that people are putting on automakers to fix are necessarily the automaker's problems. Yes, it's a problem, but a problem of the car itself? No, it's a problem of the parent who is in possession, hopefully, of said car. I get that fixing the cars is faster than fixing the people, but I'd say in the long term, it'd be better to fix the people than to fix the cars. I mean, yes, it's, you know, it's another safety feature and hey, keep, you know, if it stops children from dying, then I'm all for it. But at the same time, parents didn't stop doing this altogether without the reminder. I get that we all forget things sometimes, but if you need to be constantly reminded, not every now and then, constantly reminded that you have someone, or I wonder in some cases, something in your back seat, you know, you really should be paying more attention, shouldn't you? Without beating around the bush, what I'm trying to say is this. Fixing the cars is a good solution. And it's, and it's, a, it's a much faster solution than the alternative. But the alternative would lead to better parenting, slash better, you know, better parents, rather than, I, again, I'm not trying to condemn forgetful people. There are people who are forgetful. You know, that makes sense. But again, if you're constantly forgetting that you have a child in your backseat, you really should start trying to pay more attention to what what you do and what's going on around you. Because it's a hazard. I completely understand the safety feature is a faster way of doing it. But I don't want Congress and automakers to rely on safety features to fix a human-made problem. Or, yeah, well, yeah, a human-made problem. Or a human, or, or a human error. That's a solution... But I don't think it's the solution. And that, that I think, is the important thing here. We need the solution to the problem, not, not necessarily a solution. I don't know if this is going to be, we'll say, out of left field, and or if my comments are out of left field, but my point remains, don't rely on technology to fix all your problems. Some problems you have to fix yourself, or at the very least... Some problems you should fix yourself rather than relying on technology to, you know, to fix it and in some cases ease the blow. That's just as important as adding new safety features is putting more awareness into the public eye. We need people to be more aware of what they're doing, not to be reminded at the last minute, oh, hey, yeah, you have the you have a kid in the backseat. You might want to take them out right now. I mean, geez, I mean, I could go a step further with that whole parenting thing, but I might, to be fair, on that topic, just so I don't get, just so I don't get flamed, I'll probably bring in my own mother for that, 
depending on if I can convince her to come on next week to actually continue on this topic because this this whole safety safety feature fixing your problems goes way beyond just this specific problem and I think does need to be touched on regardless of the subject of this podcast. I mean, of course, we'll keep it automotive for the most part, but it's still an important subject that needs to be heard by an audience. And, any, and the issue needs to be talked about by more than, than a select few that know the truth of the matter of which the problem is based upon. Anyway, though, stepping away from that, we'll try and create a classic Beetle-inspired up special bug edition. And yes, it's just as sucky as it sounds. I mean, it may not be a bad special edition, but why would you... I get paying homage to another car with, you know, with another sort of car. But the Beetle isn't dead. They haven't stopped... Or at the very least, I don't think they stopped production yet. I mean, they stopped production of the BMW M6 Coupe quietly, and we never knew about that. Well, some some of us never knew about that. Insiders probably did. But yeah, my point being, you couldn't have just done, you know, a special bug edition for the Beetle rather than taking that with the Up? Really? It just seems needless to me. It's it's unnecessary. It's trying to make another car what it isn't. The Up is not a Beetle. Renault Nissan reportedly planning to enter energy market with battery plant. Electrified vehicle sales soar more than 2 million units on the road today. And none of them are getting 500 miles on a charge. Anyway guys, I hope you enjoyed this and I will see you all after a word from our sponsors. Are you uninsured or underinsured? Can't afford the high premiums of health insurance? Would you like to save money on your out-of-pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at http colon slash slash www.ownyourhealthcare.com slash alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at 303-576-0670. Our plans are available in 42 states. We are back once again, of course, 2018 Ford Focus RS to get a $5,000 price hike. I mean, that's a lot. I mean, I understand there's a lot of demand, but geez, was it really that much demand? 2018 Honda Accord preview drops V6 in favor of Type R turbo engine. Hopefully that'll be like a Dodge Spirit RT, but from Honda. GM sale of Opel to PSA could be completed ahead of schedule. Next BMW 3 Series will gain M performance variants, and M3 might get electrification. Nissan expands Nismo lineup and apparently makes the Rogue look quicker. Doesn't exactly make it actually quicker, but of course appearance equals speed, right? Right? No. Well, there are cars that look fast, but again, that doesn't mean they're actually fast. So Lamborghini Huracan Performante Spider caught on camera with nearly no camo. Hyundai recalls almost 600,000 Santa Fe Sonata and Genesis cars in separate campaigns. 2018 Peugeot Partners shows its boxy figure for the first time. Honda planning fully autonomous cars by 2025. Steve McQueen documentary looks like the best thing since Le Mans, and that means I'll probably have to watch it. New Mitsubishi Outlander Keiko edition for the UK price from £27,999, which is basically 32, well, 32, 33 grand, which is not bad. Right-hand drive Tesla Model X recall airbag fix comes via over-the-air update. Aren't most Tesla update, or 
Model S, X, and whatever updates. Let's get into the this Hyundai recall. Hyundai is conducting two new recalls in the United States that affects nearly 600,000 vehicles. The first one covers 437,400 units of the Santa Fe and Santa Fe Sport from the 2013-2017 model year. According to Auto News, citing a document made public by the NHTSA this week, or National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, in those vehicles, faulty cables for the secondary hood latch could corrode and prevent it from locking. So, does that mean if I'm going, we'll say, 80 miles per hour on a highway, the hood's going to fly off? Is that, what, is that what that means? Said to occur more frequently in northeastern U.S. states, where salt is applied to the roads during winter and could get trapped in and corrode the latch, this condition was already investigated by the automaker last year, and a production fix was applied shortly. Apparently, it didn't last. Despite this, the company is still looking for the reason why an official announcement was made sooner. Three reports of hood opening came from owners. Spokesman Michael Stewart said, but the majority of the complaints had to do with the hood being stuck closed. No accidents or injuries have been related to this issue. A second recall includes some 150,000 units of the the Sonata and Genesis from 2015 to 2016 model year, which have a possibly corroded switch that's responsible with illuminating the parking brake. Identified by Hyundai last month, this problem could keep drivers from knowing that the parking brake is applied while on the move. If the driver inadvertently drives the vehicle with the parking brake applied, symptoms can include parking brake noise, parking brake drag, and smoke and or smell from driving with the applied parking brake, the manufacturer wrote in a statement. Hyundai will notify owners of all the aforementioned vehicles and the company's service centers will perform the repairs free of charge, and the recall is expected to begin on June 30th. Finding out that your vehicle is part of a recall means that you have to schedule an appointment with an authorized dealer and then visit them for repair. However, as Auto Express reports, Tesla Motors will be fixing certain units of the Model X which have a software anomaly Wow, I almost messed that up completely. In the front passenger airbag that was discovered during a routine internal test via an over-the-air update. The recall affects all right-hand drive units of the Model X, which means nearly 4,000 vehicles that have been sold in the UK, Ireland, Australia, Japan, Hong Kong, and Macau. Whatever. M-A-C-A-U. Owners of all right-hand drive units of the electric SUV have already been informed in an email sent earlier this week. And all they have to do now is wait for the manufacturer to release the update this weekend. The British, pub- the British publication states that their source hasn't been able to, have, to verify what the exact problem was, but the email sent by the company stated that no customer cars have been reported to have displayed this issue. However, until the fix is released, owners of the aforementioned Model X's are advised to avoid using the front passenger seat. New Commodore V8 Supercar Concept Previews, Holden's next racer. And of course, because it's an image, and this is a podcast slash radio show, the images will be, well, the link to the article with the images will be on my blog. Project Cars 2 drops E3 trailer ahead of September debut. Wow, that's a bit earlier than I expected. Eurospec 2018 Honda Civic Type R detailed in 41 photos. And it looks, as far as I can tell, mostly the same as the American spec or the US spec. Either way, I like it. I don't like the quarter window very much, but the rest of it's pretty cool. Hyundai gets serious with all-new 2018 Veloster and Sports Prototype. Because that sounds awesome and aggressive and sporty and all the things Hyundai isn't. Well, yeah, actually, it is Hyundai. Oh, right. Before I forget, Acura NSX and TLX A-Spec to race at Pikes Peak. And this time, the NSX, or this NSX looks a bit more, we'll say, production car derived. Than the one that ran last year? Yeah, 
Yeah, I think it was last year. I, I'm not so sure we'll see an ACR again. But if we do, I don't know how it does. Speaking of the NSX, next Honda NSX could go full electric with no less than four motors. Though I must specify that because it's electric, you know, they could go with a full electric powertrain. That's probably going to be a motor for each wheel. So it's four electric motors, not four 2.6 liter twin turbo four cylinders, if you were thinking that's what they meant, which it isn't. Subaru reveals BRZTs and Durex STI Type RA limited editions, and they're still not turbocharged. So, yeah. Much disappointment. Very sad. Audi confirms standard electrification, sorry, standard electrified 48 volt powertrains for a new A8. Audi CEO wants to examine the ethics of autonomous driving tech, which makes a lot of sense. I think you should. Though, what I really think everyone should do is go for a different alternative fuel that isn't electricity. Nissan adds standard automatic emergency braking to most 2018 models. Toyota ranked most valuable automotive brand. Tesla jumps 32%. Polestar keeps cranking out the performance Volvos. Mazda's recalling 100,000 RX-8s in two campaigns. AAA set to hike Tesla insurance rates by up to 30%, or basically extortion. Fisker teases production ready. Oh, right, we saw the emotion a little bit. I think we did. Anyway, they they teased a production ready emotion EV, and it'll cost 130,000, which is insane. At least for an affordable electric car. I mean, if it's if it's very luxurious, then okay, fine, fair enough. Ivico Stralis looks pretty hot in a Barth spec because they took the Abarth 124 rally car and then put the livery on that on an Ivico truck, and I have to admit. It looks pretty awesome. Perzo Chief rules out new performance cars for now, and that makes me very sad. Anyway, let's get on to Mazda. When news arrives about the Mazda RX-8, we sit up and take notice. That's how eager we are to see that the rotary-powered sports car returns. Though, unfortunately, while this latest development does indeed involve that model, it's not the news we've been waiting for. Instead, the Japanese automaker has announced the recall of over 100,000 of them in two separate campaigns in the United States. One regarding the, su the fuel system, and the other, its suspension. The larger of the two addresses concerns that heat from the engine and the exhaust may cause the main fuel pump pipe to crack, according to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, which could lead to a fire. The issue could affect an estimated 69,447 RX-8s from 2004 to 2008 model years, which will have to have their fuel pump filler kits replaced. That's the same exact number as those recalled last year over another fuel pump issue, and covers the vast majority of RX-8s in America. Smaller in scope are 35,332 examples of the 2004 RX-8 in which the lower control arm on the front suspension could crack, and the ball joint separate from its socket, which could result in a loss of control, and I'm pretty sure it would result in a lot more than that. So Mazda will have to replace those control arms with both recalls set to get underway at the end of July. Here's hoping for better news on the RX-8 successor next time. Man, they're going to get on it at the end of July? It's a little late, isn't it? I mean, better late than never, but... Jeez. 2017 Mazda CX-5. First of 23,695 pounds in the UK, or what is roughly almost 30 grand. Skoda reportedly acts as Citigo successor and directs their resources and attention to SUVs. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed this, and I will see you all next week. You have just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at 
www.youtube.com slash C slash ViperForLifeACR. Be sure to get Cody's books on Amazon at www.amazon.com slash Cody dash Wagner slash E slash capital B zero one nine capital K capital X seven two capital Z eight. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Be sure to follow Cody here so you don't miss any episodes. Bye until next time.